Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. What an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm looking forward today to continuing our time in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Now, if you missed last broadcast, we kicked off this chapter, went through the first eight verses, and we talked about the key to a clean life, a sanctified life, a growing in grace kind of a life is the Holy Spirit, which is mentioned in verse 8. And Paul is writing to these Thessalonians and asking them now that they're standing, they're unmovable, they're steadfast, to grow and to abound more and more and to become more and more like Jesus Christ. By the way, that's the will of God for all of us and the want of the pastor for every person that he pastors, that we become more like God and more like Christ every single day. Now, before we get into the text, I want to remind you about Help for Today. The website address is help the number 4 today. Helpfortoday.org. This is a free resource put together by the faculty of Golden State Baptist College and the staff of North Valley Baptist Church. These men and these ladies take time to write articles that will be a blessing to the Christian life. Go to this website. You'll find categorized articles on every topic you can imagine, from media to marriage, from uh, um, current events to devotional thoughts. It's all there on Help For Today. It's a totally free resource. Also, there'll be a pop-up box that appears. Now, type your email address there in that pop-up box and hit the subscribe button. This does not cost anything, and it never will. It's free. It'll put you on our email list, and we'll send you an email from Help For Today in your email every single day. I like that because I use it in the mornings as I'm doing my daily Bible study, and I'll read the article after my Bible reading, and it's sort of like reading a devotional book. And if you've been looking for devotional material or been thinking about buying something to read along with your Bible study, this could be it. It's free, and it's fresh every day. So go to helpfortoday.org and sign up, and we'll send you those emails. Also, you can go to the website all the time, and look at articles over and over and over again. All right, verse number 9 is where we'll begin our new reading today, First Thessalonians chapter number 4. Now, I've already said in chapter 3, Paul is checking on the spiritual state of the Thessalonians by sending Timotheus. He is worried that they're shaken by Paul's persecution and circumstances, but they're not. They're standing fast. And Paul finds out about this, and it encouraged him. To encourages him to stand as well. And that's what we do. We encourage one another. You stay faithful, it encourages me. I'll stay faithful, and maybe it'll encourage you. And we feed off each other. Thank God for that. We come to chapter 4, and he says, Now on top of your stand, on top of your faithfulness, add growing in grace, add sanctification. Grow more and more like Jesus Christ every single day. Now, that's impossible on your own. You can't do that. You can't turn over enough new leaves. You can't go to enough rehabs. You'll never find reformation enough that'll fix that. You have to have the Holy Spirit. When you got born again, it was the spiritual birth. The Holy Spirit birthed you 
into the family of God, born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. That which is uh, born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit, right? And we have a spiritual birth begotten by the Holy Spirit of God, and he resides within us. Why? He wants to train us, teach us, guide us, shape us, mold us, and conform us in the image of Jesus. All right, now let's pick up in verse number nine, but it's touching brotherly love. You need not that I write unto you, for ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another. So the Holy Spirit of God, again, is the teacher that teaches us to love one another. It's amazing to me the number of people who say they're saved, and maybe they are, that don't get along with each other. I'm not talking about just having disagreements. All of us go through that. But, I mean, they, dis- they, they despise another child of God. That is anti-Christ. That is anti-Bible. The Holy Spirit of God teaches you and I to love one another. You might not like me, but you better love me. (laughs) You don't have to get along with somebody's character traits and flaws and agree with them on everything they say and do, but you ought to have love for them. Surely Jesus could have found fault in you and I, yet he loved us, correct? And so the Bible says here that we don't need to be taught that because God himself, who the Holy Spirit of God teaches us, to tells us to love one another. Verse 10, and indeed you do it toward all the brethren, which are in all Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, that you increase, there's that phrase again, watch this, more and more. So you find the phrase more and more in verse number one, and you find it again in verse number 10, more and more sanctification, more and more brotherly love. Oh my, those two things are Siamese twins. They go together like Oreos and milk. I mean, the more and more you become like Jesus, it just goes to say the more you're going to love the brethren correct? And the more that you love the brethren, the more like Jesus you, you you are. And so here it is, a more and more statement. By the way, anytime you see a preacher, you see something in the Word of God that says, and so much the more, or more and more, or increase, or whatever it is, those kind of terms, it's important. Add it to your life. Verse 11, and that you study to be quiet, oh my, and to do your own business, and to work with your own hands as we commanded you. That'll go a long way in keeping you in love with other people is mind your own business. I think some people's business is my business. I mean, that's what they're in business for is gossip, right? They want to know what everybody else has going on in their life. I don't want to live that way. I don't even care. Honestly, I've got enough problems of my own to worry about yours too. I'm depressed enough as it is to add your troubles on top of my own. And listen, here's a good uh, word of advice. If you're not part of the, the solution or part of the problem, then you're not part of the equation. So stay out of the thing, all the way out of it. Mind your own business. Oh my. On the computer, mind your business. If you don't, if you're not, if you're not firsthand in the situation, you got nothing to say. You see, that's hard preaching. I'm sorry. I feel like a, like a parent now taking you to the back bedroom, giving you a talking to. Here we go. It says, and be quiet. You say, but I got an opinion. Yeah, we know. Yep. It's obvious. Everybody has an opinion. They do. The wisest man at the table is not the one who talks the loudest or the most. Usually he's the quiet one that's listening. Sometimes people, you know, who, what's the statement? It's better to be thought a fool than to open your mouth and prove it so. Study to be quiet and do your own business, to work with your own hands. As we, what's saying? Be busy about your own life. 
Take care of your own self. Every sin you point out in somebody else's life, you've got one of your own. Every problem they have, listen, you've got your own. Every every disagreement, every opinion you want to share, somebody's got one about you. So just keep your mouth shut and do your own business. Verse 12, that you may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that you may have lack of nothing. Who are them who are without? Well, here it is, those who are not saved. Those who are without, they're without the family of God. They're outside, not saved. They're outside the church. They're not in church. He wants us to walk with wisdom. The, why is that? Our testimony is such a powerful tool. And if we're running around gossiping, hating each other, slandering our own church people, not growing in grace, living a carnal, compromised kind of life, it's going to be a poor signboard for Jesus out in the world. So the command here is to walk honestly toward them that are without and that you may have lack of nothing. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. So here we're getting into a whole other doctrinal thing. So let me stop there. I want to save that for next broadcast. We're going to talk about uh, that, and you'll want to stay tuned for that. But let me reemphasize, our time is almost exhausted today. So in chapter number 4, there's a command to walk so as to please God. And not just to do it minusculely or minutely, but to do it more and more. How do we do that? Well, this is the will of God, even your sanctification. Sanctification, what is that? Continual cleansing. Well, I talked about positional sanctification. When you got saved, you were made right with God, but then there's progressive sanctification where every day that rolls on, he's still working on me, right, to make me what I ought to be. He's still carving away at us. The potter's working on the clay, becoming more and more like Jesus every day that we live. That's continual progressive sanctification. And as we grow in grace and get closer to uh, the, the, to being like Jesus, more and more like Christ, we're going to get clean in the process. And how do we get clean? Well, not on your own. You can't just put on a new suit of clothes and say, I'm clean. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about the outside so much. We're talking about that inside, the, the hidden man of the heart. That's what we're talking about. And it's the Holy Spirit of God that teaches us, that helps us, that trains us, that guides us, that conforms us into that Christ-like image. Over time, He continually shapes us. And an outflow of that Holy Spirit yieldedness is brotherly love. The outflow of that Holy Spirit yieldedness is minding your own business. That outflow of that Holy Spirit yieldedness, if you will, is to, uh, to keep quiet and be busy about your own self and have a testimony that glorifies God to those out in the world. All right, we'll continue next broadcast. Pick up in verse number 13 here of chapter number 4, 1 Thessalonians. And until then, keep praying for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.